gas podcast, best gas of the year. Absolutely. Dark. Absolutely. I know. Nah, he had a, no. he had a couple scrubs here and there. Damn. <laughs> Yo, Mitch, he's talking directly to you. All you right. and your basketball brethren. Welcome back to Conversations with Isaiah, the show where we go over sports, music, sneakers, and all the other fuck shit that comes to my attention. And today we got the best one back in here. I'm just playing. I love y'all. My name is Darko. Danny Darko. OG.DannyDarko on Instagram. He's going to drop the links. Y'all know me. I've been here before. I'm here again. I'll probably be a regular. I hope so. I hope so. All right. So today we got to uh, start on a bit of a sad note. Uh, this fucking rap career, too. Yeah. You ain't seeing me again. Damn, that's tough. I'm just playing. Go. All right. So. To start um, with a rest in peace to the one and only DMX who tragically passed away. Um, I bring that up because it's important, but I also bring that up because the first thing that came to mind when I found out about that was just like some of my earliest memories of hip hop. So I say that to say to you, what do you remember most vividly about DMX and what do you remember about your first memories of hip hop? When it came to DMX, man, just the hype shit, just the, God, like, just the whole Rough Riders, like, the whole fucking vibe was just half of my childhood, just, my brother put me on to him, my brother put me on to, like, most rap that I, hip-hop that I learned about, but DMX definitely sparked the hypeness in me, where I, I uh, it, it, like, planted a seed of sorts, where I just kind of started learning how to just enjoy the energy. He was an icon. He was a, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to really, that's a one-of-a-kind person. You know what I mean? That it, it's hard to really capture the uniqueness that he achieved. Like, how can you be, you know, so godly in one hand and then in the other? You know, you're getting hyped talking about uh, faggots get off my dick. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I fuck with the whole energy of it. I think the entire, um, I think his entire discography is, is well-diversed in truth honesty and um you know just just a pure essence of artistry like i feel like in some ways obviously he's not my biggest influence but i feel like in some ways especially with his his honesty and his his unabided you know truth within himself like saying exactly what he wanted to say and how he wanted to say it and you couldn't misconstrue it anything you know if he's sitting there preaching and speaking on a bible verse or if he's sitting there saying how you know what these bitches want. Like, yeah. I just, I feel like the whole, his whole career, um, unfortunately could have been, it could have had a higher upside, um, or at least a more um, long upside, uh, better longevity to it. Um, but I feel like that's also um, an issue of industry over artistry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, for me, um, I, I think of him and I think of, me first learning about hip hop. That's really what I I think about. So, yes, that water's for you. You can speak. Yeah. To the, to the cameraman back so there. that let me, let me touch on because I didn't get to oh, touch on it. Right the um the initial uh hip hop impression, the initial yep. introduction to it, like um like foundations. <laughs> foundations of hip-hop like when it came to like biggie and Pac, obviously that's 80 percent of the rap games like you know upbringing of some sort or another but um a lot of boom bap a lot of uh a lot of 
You know, now you put that, you implanted the image of DMX. Like, I remember sitting there watching his videos and just being like, damn, like, that just, it looks, it looks so, like, it just feels right. You know what I mean? It just feels like, yeah, <laughs> lack of better yeah, term. No, yeah. Yeah, all right, man, stretching it a bit, but yeah, yeah. And uh, the fact that he had pits and all this shit, you know what I'm saying? I love pits. Like, I don't know, it just it just felt so raw and so real. And then, like, you know, not to be cliche, but just listening to Juicy a hundred times over and over again and just analyzing how, like, it was just all so, it was so real, but, like, how, like I got, like, a good feeling off of, like, something that was, you know, displaying a struggle and displaying like you know it i just feel like it was like a perfect essence to initiate what could end up being you know my career or my you know dream or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um because i feel like that still matches the same entity that i'm trying to push through like you know it you could be happy in the face of adversity and you could be upset in the face of happiness yeah duality really no, that's actually very true um yeah, there's so many thoughts that you can say. I I think the lasting impression that it uh, left me with is living your life, being unique to your situation, whatever that may be. Because oftentimes we um we live in these social spaces and we lose kind of our outlook on reality at times. So that's the one thing it kind of it brings you back to earth a little bit. That one a little bit more than some of the other passings. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the more recent passings, um, aside from the fact that they were newer into the game and um, were kind of awarded like a legendary status due to their death and due to their passing. Yep. DMX was a legend, you know, a couple years into the game immediately. Yes. He <coughs> he spawned so many different, you know. He evokes so many different reactions and emotions and a lot of different people, a lot of different artists. Um, he was a legend before, and he definitely is a legend after his passing. And I feel like um, this just reminds me a lot about like how you really got to give your flowers beforehand. I'm glad that he got to do his verses. I'm glad that he got to do like Drink Champs. I'm glad that he started yeah. um, getting some you know, better exposure. And he took really well to the social media era, too. Um, although he had little exposure, I feel like it, it was really uh, well-placed, well-timed, and I feel like with what little he had, I feel like it was accentuated very well. And, and I, I do want to say too. I do want to say on record, though, that um, I'm not entirely sure about his uh, his drug situation. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't think it, um, towards the end, I don't think it was uh, as the media may portray it. Um, I feel like he was a little bit more well reserved within himself but uh, if you feel that's an inaccurate statement you can go ahead and cut that no i i agree it's just one of those things where i just i really can't stand how every time a high profile death happens there's always something like the media just can't never just let somebody go in peace and keep it tasteful for even five seconds yeah I like feel like in, in a way they're just defaming his character even further by saying that it was yeah, drug related it's one regardless of, of whether or not it was i Struggle to, I struggle to believe that it fully was, but whether or not it was, I feel like, yeah, it's not it's not their business. Nobody, like, Prince Philip died. What did they say about his death? They just said he died. Yep. They didn't say, oh, well, you know, and, and they gave an entire biopic on, on, on CNN and Fox about how he's like, you know, they were together for 
40, 50, 60, however, however fucking long it was. They were together for decades on decades, and he was nothing but a man's man, and he was a great person, and he stayed out of the spotlight because yeah. he understood what her That and was. also, like, they're talking to us about a public figure that means not a damn thing in this country. Exactly. Like, exactly. no disrespect, but, like, exactly. that's the other thing. Like, there's too much of that in, yeah. in like, society where, like, we keep praising all these people that we are we don't relate to, but then we want to say distasteful things to people we relate to. Yeah. DMX is an idol. I don't believe in worshiping false idols, but I definitely believe in, you know, holding people to a higher higher standard, higher regard that they deserve. And yeah. DMX is up there. He's he's definitely up there. And I haven't seen, you know, I don't watch too much TV, but I haven't seen a single thing. Me neither. I, I, I don't see, watch I much TV rep- either. Yeah, I didn't see a reporting in the news. I didn't see, you know, anything. I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things. And another to another degree, you know, for, for the way that uh, hip-hop artists are treated, they're never treated like, the rest of artists they're always treated as something lesser which to me is baffling because artists share stories that they don't have to share granted consumers can 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 figure out if they want to like it or not but that's also not for you to to operate as if they're a lower tier you know what i mean yeah i've definitely seen them you know uplift and and hold these High regards towards rock artists that built their entire industry and entire career off of drug abuse. Like, this is drug abuse. Thank you. Like, coke on stage, fucking Mm -hmm. doing meth in the backstage, fucking passing out with tourniquets on their shit, busting bitches left and right, being on some, like, you know, just real scandalous shit. And then nowadays you see it where it's like, these were the greats of our generation. These were the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had a bunch of hairspray, half-naked Drug doing, abusing ass, fucking you know, rock stars that are now going to be uplifted and put posters on your wall and shit, and you're gonna say that those are your idols. Correct. Meanwhile, just because somebody uh, belongs in a separate genre, that they're gonna have some type of negative connotation associated with them, like they're like they're a piece of shit because they rhyme yep. differently, they they make music differently. Like just because I can't sit here and harmonize something doesn't make me any less of an artist or doesn't make me any less of a person. So. Exactly. I agree um, with the genre bias bullshit. Moving forward. Got some music that's coming out. You've got some singles that have came out. Yeah. Um, as you've said to me in the past, uh, those singles had already this music. Nobody like you. Come event. High up. What? Then I'm missing one, then. Listen, I was doing my research this morning, so don't do that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you can pull up the Spotify discography right now and put them on the spot. Absolutely. All the links. Spotify, where else is your music? Spotify, literally everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere right? Everywhere, everywhere. Except for SoundCloud. I'm going to put more music really? on SoundCloud, though. Just because I, I always thought that would have been the first one. Yeah, I they got They changed it? I got shit on SoundCloud, but that's all my mixtape shit. That's all my um, pre-official releases. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. all my um, young shit. The before Darko tape, you know, that 16-track mixtape. Then the um, singles prior to that where I was doing uh, um, verses on other people's shit and stuff like that. It, it, it's all, like, less official, I guess you could say. And mm-hmm. What I wanted to do initially was have all that be my SoundCloud discography and then... Um, beyond that, have everything on my official discography because I know most people listen to music on Apple Music, like yourself, Spotify, like myself, Tidal, 
for you to do that as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you can find me on these platforms, but I'm also going to expand it because fuck it. All I need is some type of exposure. So I'm going to put my official releases, like my uh, my monetized releases, I'm going to put on SoundCloud as well. So I'll probably drop them all at the same time as, like, a, you know, like a little care package or something like that. Okay. Quick question. Uh, do you have any samples coming on this project? Any samples that you used? Not a single sample. Okay. I only Not ask that because I, I would... I want to hear like somebody's experience with having a clear sample. So I love samples, but I'm definitely afraid of having the clear samples. That, yeah. So same. the only way, I won't say I have no samples, because I probably have some samples. But there's a way that you can um, distort or you know have a rendition on a sample to the point where it's unrecognizable, so that you don't have to get a clearance. Kind of dropping a bomb here. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like. I might look that up. Kind of illegal, I think. I don't know. But um, on my <coughs> secret, secret, later, later album that I'm going to put out, um, like a little small album, I'm going to have some samples on there. Okay. Um, okay. So I have a couple nerd questions, right? So first one is, what are you looking for with the project that you're looking to drop? What do you mean, what am I looking for? In terms of what are you looking for are you looking for new fans or are you looking for yo fuck you i see you in the side just like always chucking at every question i ask oh never Sorry, mind you blurred, yeah, you're right <laughs> oh okay <laughs> that's one thing um actually you stopped me because i was like trying to word my question perfectly um well, okay, so in terms of what are you looking for with this project, are you looking to tell a story or are you looking to display your ability? All right, so when it comes to the project itself, when it comes to what I'm trying to get as an impression, mm-hmm. I'm trying to display my versatility as well as display my abilities of you know, lyricism, storytelling, I'm trying to get kind of a mixed bag. I'm trying to touch every base I can because I consider this, if this is going to be my debut, right, and if anybody's going to see it or listen to it, if this is the first and last time that they listen to me, I want to leave an impression upon every song, something separate. Mm. So in the first half of the album, it's going to be more intrinsic, more valuable to me, more um, stuff that, Maybe I would have created in the past where it's like uh, I formerly went as Wimp. Yep. And when I went as Wimp, I was trying to be a little bit too barry, a little bit too lyrical, a little bit too like full of myself almost. And not necessarily like I'm the shit, just more of like I'm a I'm a MC, I'm a I'm a rapper, I'm a you know what I'm saying? And like I was way too I was way too stiff with it. Nah, beyond that, I'm I'm over here trying to be on some fucking, I don't know, like... It's funny that you hit that realization before a debut fan, project, because most people will be about two projects in before they'll have that realization. Well, the thing is, I kind of am two projects in, I guess you could say. I've been doing it for a long enough time, and I consider myself to always be ahead of myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily ahead of my time, but ahead of myself, where, you know, I'm trying to display that I'm catapulted to 
a mentality of a Kendrick and a J. Cole and a Drake and a, you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at and compare myself to the greats, to the greatest. Because if I would consider myself an amateur, I'm only going to create amateur. You know what I mean? Yep. So if I'm always shooting for the stars, then I'm going to be somewhere out there versus taking what I can get and just kind of like winging it every time. So uh, the gist of it being that um, I'm trying to display, I'm trying to set the tone, definitely set the tone for what is to come. And I'm trying to uh, give variety and give options. Like if somebody were to just stumble upon me and they heard this album and they don't like track one, skip to track two. You don't like track two, skip to track three. You don't like track three, skip to track four. You don't like track four, skip to track five. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I want it all to be different in some way or another because one thing that I fucking hate is when somebody creates a song and that shit sounds the same as the last three songs they made. And it sounds the same as the last four songs they made. And it just keeps going and going and going. And then you have a whole fucking album of the same shit over and over again. Like, I can commend and I can appreciate... uh, finding your bag and finding your groove and being able to stick with a specific vibe. But if you can't evolve as as an artist, you're not an artist. You're an entertainer. So if you go up every night, right, and you go, uh, you have a venue in Tampa, then you go to a venue in Orlando, then you go to a venue in Miami, then you get out of Florida, you go to Georgia, then you go to, you know, state to state, city to city, and you tell the same five fucking jokes over and over again. Eventually, someone's going to get tired of that fucking joke. That's true. It's going to make people laugh the first time they hear it, maybe even the second or third time. But by the time they hear it the fourth and fifth time, you're nothing but a one-trick pony. And I was told by someone who remained unnamed not to be a one-trick pony. So I uh, take that personal. Hmm. I take that very personal. Okay. So Interesting. And uh, outcome-wise, not to interrupt you one more time, but outcome-wise, I want to get, obviously, new fans, exposure, the best that I can to get outreach in some way or another. Um, I don't need to be heralded to icon status. I would like to be an icon of some sort or another, but I just really want to be heard. That's Do it. you care about numbers? Heard. Yes and no. I would get happy to see high numbers, but I don't give a fuck if I get. I tell you what, you don't have to tell me the number. Do you have a number in your head that you're looking for? No. Okay. Not at all. Uh, my next question, how can your fans best support your music? Do you think it's from merch? Do you think it's from shows? Purchasing, purchasing, person. Actually, the best way I can be supported is word of mouth, um, sharing, exposure. It's just like if you like my shit, like if you like my shit, right? And for instance, right, if you like a song from somebody and you think it goes hard as fuck, you're going to play it in your car when you're driving with somebody and they're going to hear it. And they're like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you're going to share it to somebody and be like, yo, I really fuck with this song. Let me know what you think. You know what I'm saying? Or. Like, add this to your playlist. I know you got a similar taste and shit like that. So I think the number one way to support, because money isn't everything. Money is great. Obviously, buy my merch. Buy my fucking album. Buy my fucking singles. Buy them, not just stream them, because I'm only going to get, like, pennies on the dollar. But inevitably, I think the best way to do it is to expose, you know? Here, listen to this. I knew I have, I found a new artist. They're underground. Um, I met a dude not too long ago. Uh, he was a young dude, but... um. You know, he, he asked me for uh, for for my links and stuff to music, and he checked it out later, and he was like, yo, I really like this. I'm going to show all my friends and this and that. And that's a great way to support. When I come out with my merch, yeah, buy my merch, wear my shit. That's another form of exposure. You got, you got my fit on. 
and the shit look good. Somebody's going to ask you, what's up with that? Who is that? You know what I mean? Where can I get that type of shit like that? So the best way possible is just advertise, advertise, advertise. Grapevine is going to spread far enough so that somebody can hear me somewhere. So, Okay. Last of the questions is what makes you decide to make a new song between either one, you already having an idea in your head, or if you were listening to beats? Which one do you think gets you to make a song more than the other? Honestly, that's a hard one, but I would probably say, like, the vibe that I'm in. Hmm. Like, uh, if I'm going through it, <laughs> like, the day after day, week after week, month after month, I'm going to have to find some way to express myself. And, like, in this day and age, we live in a civil world that you can't, as a man, you can't go out and just beat somebody the fuck up. You can't go out and do some dumb shit and, like, you know, act a fool. That was acceptable when you were younger because there's much less repercussions, but I'm a grown-ass man now, so if I do some dumb shit, I'm going to get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to fuck my future up. I'm not trying to fuck myself up. So you have to look for a form of expression. So if I'm out here on some sad sack shit and I feel the need to express myself, I'm going to look to writing. With or without a beat, I'm going to start penning something down that I feel. Now, if I'm in more of a heightened mood, um, this can be... Uh, accentuated or I can use a beat as a catalyst that'll boost me up for sure. And if I'm sitting there listening to beats, I'll come up with an idea. But definitely it comes from inspiration from myself and it comes from like you know, just the vibe that I'm in, just the feeling I'm in, whatever I'm going through. Current events maybe even. Okay. I try not to I try not to the best that I can um write about shit that has nothing to do with me. Um so in every sense of the word, I try to be as truthful as possible. So you're likely not going to hear me speaking on um, a very publicized event that has no involvement in my life. Um, and you're not going to hear me probably talking about people that I don't know or, you know, interact with on a daily life. Um, yeah. Okay. I like that. Now, can you listen to people who are like, damn, I like that. That's perfectly fine. Okay. <laughs> I can't now wait to blurt that <coughs> out. See, I inevitably, I inevitably care about the climate of things, but the climate is much different from events and people that I don't know and don't experience and don't interact with. So, like, um, obviously the first way that it can get spun is, you know, maybe it's like a tragic event. It affects me in some way or another, so, yeah, I can speak on it, but I won't speak on it as if that's me. I won't speak on it as if it's that that's my life because I'm not going to flag on here like I know what, you know what I'm saying, somebody else is going through. Maybe I can speak on it and how I perceive it or how I feel it and experience it. But never will I ever try to put myself in somebody else's shoes that I haven't lived in before. So I feel like that would be ignorant for me to try to speak on something that I don't. Why would I try on a shoe that's not made for me? Thank you. Again, too. The year, what the mu year in music is shaping up to be. Okay, year in music. Um, you're gonna have to remind me about certain shit that came out and events, just so I can be refreshed on it. Cause well, I'd be in my own fucking space, bro. In terms of top people, <laughs> nobody's really dropped anything yet that I can think of. I can think of lower tier artists in terms of notoriety, but I can't think of like. All right, the then uh, what I can definitely speak on. Um. 
is I feel like the year is shaping up to be even further into the social media music. I feel yeah. like it's shaping up to be even further into the TikTok world, even further into the Instagram clout world. Um, I haven't seen much clout chasing, thankfully. Oh, I've seen a lot. Well, I live in a bubble, so I haven't seen much um, to the degree of, uh, you know, like six nine t- like trolling type of shit. Obviously, there's gonna go on somewhere, but uh, have we seen anything to that extent yet? Have you? Can you think of anything? Because I. Yeah, that was a different level. I don't. I hope we don't see no shit like that again. I mean, it's fucking entertaining though. We will. Uh, yeah, it's entertaining for the moment in time, and then once time wears on, and you're like, oh, that's what we're doing. Well, you gotta define it differently, bro. Artists, rappers, entertainment, mm. creation. Okay. So. Um, if somebody's out here trolling and doing dumbass shit on Instagram, that's entertainment. That's a form of, you know, mm-hmm. that industry. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, that's cool in that way. But if you're asking me how the year of music is shaping up, it doesn't seem to have too much depth to it when it comes to, uh, like, major sides of it. It's yeah. uh, I don't really watch billboards that much, but I can see how they're, Neither. you know, shaping up in one way or another. Um I hope we see a Drake album come out. I hope we see a Drake album, a Cole album, and a Kendrick album because they're long overdue. We're Today sure is four years since the last Kendrick album. What? Today is four years since the last Kendrick album. Exactly. That's a pretty nice stat for you. It's just like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, he left such a good discography that I'm not upset you about know, it. No, I mean? definitely get it. I'm just like, damn, bro, four years. Like, would time really be fine like that? I like to look back to see what I was doing four years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that should be making me think, too. Yeah. At first, I didn't want to hear it. I, I don't know what it was, but at first when I seen it, I was like, ah. I had an issue with sequencing on that, and I still have an issue with it. I can't I remember the issue I right now. I Unpopular opinion, I think Damn is his best album. Yeah, I'm still rolling Good Kid, Mad City. I feel like Good Kid was like... Uh, I feel like Good Kid was his. But maybe I'm trapped in a in a sound that I know I'm not going to get again. Because he won't, he won't give us that sound again. That won't happen. We can't. It's not possible. Of course. He's evolved in his life. He's evolved in his personality, artistry, um, everybody from the producers that he works with all the way to, you know, the equipment that he uses. It's just there's nostalgia left in what you used to listen to. Like, you'll never get a sound the same as, you know, how big he used to spit. Do you, you think you ever drop a sequel on a project at all? You think you'll ever do that? Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think I'll drop a sequel. I think I as could. As long as it's in a time. I think I could. No, no, no. Time frame doesn't matter for me. It doesn't? Time frame doesn't matter for me. It's about the uh, the message or the environment or the energy that was associated with that. So, like, in all honesty, now that you said that, I feel like the project that I'm thinking of doing for the end of the year could end up getting a sequel at Wait, some point. Wait, end of the year? Yeah. So you have another project? Do you have two projects this year? Maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Of course not. Of course. Um. You s- you. S- <laughs> 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 um. You said something one day in the group chat that I have been thinking about, uh, which is finding new music to talk about. 
not just keeping up with the same fucking mainstream acts. So I guess my question is, what do you, when you talk about new music, what do you think is too many plays for to where it would be considered a mainstream act? Like, do you think there's like a certain level that it has to be in terms of like how new it is? I think nowadays mainstream has been skewed because of the TikTok world. So I feel like when it comes to mainstream, it's more about um, whether or not it's been kind of beat to death. Like, mm. you catch these sound bites in songs or maybe like oh, yeah, you're 10, telling me. 15 seconds of a song or whatever. Like, for instance, Soldier Boy made that song, that clap shit, right? Yeah. I know you've heard the sample I know, or whatever the, the TikTok shit that is. I used to hear that beat all the time on YouTube, you know, freestyling to it, writing to it, thinking about buying it, but it, you know, just never really piqued my interest well enough for me to actually go through it. But have you heard the actual song? No. Have you heard? So, I mean, it's Soldier Boy. Aside, aside from him, I think. I said in 2021, it's Soldier Boy. What do you expect? I'm not talking about his career. Of course we know. Don't do that. Going back to what you were saying. Well, aside from him, I don't know anybody that's actually heard the song. Yeah, well, me neither. So I guess I guess even though like most people that I know have not heard that song, like actually heard the song, that's now mainstream because of the. Oh, now I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like I see what you're saying though. And uh, that that Coyle Ray song, Coyle Roy, whatever her name is, that um, no diss, no diss. I just don't know how to pronounce her name. That she did with uh, Pooh Shiesty. Yeah. That as well. I haven't really heard the whole song. Um, per se, but I've heard it get played so damn much that very beginning part or certain snippets of it that you could consider that also a mainstream song. It's only at like sixty-seven or something on the Billboard. I get what you're saying, but it's I get exactly what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like figuring out the the new medium is yeah. It's about exposure, not. It's no longer about streams or numbers or money gained from it because the way the industry works now is that. Unless you're independent or have a very lucrative deal, it's really hard to truly make money off of plays and purchases and streams. Like you have to get it. From elsewhere. what I've heard, you don't make money off of music. You make money off of your stature. It's never yeah, really you make money off of shows, endorsement deals, uh, merchandise, uh, maybe direct album sales, the deals that you make. You know, uh, did I already say sponsorships? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you 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 make it off of exposure first from what you create and then every little offshoot trickle down is what you make money off of. So if I get like a billion plays on one song, you know, I'll make a hefty penny off it, but I'm not making a billion dollars. Yeah, from what I've heard, the only way you really make money off of your music is if you, I believe, on the masters and the publishing rights. The publishing rights is the one that I've heard you get the most of royalties from. Yeah, so I uh, 
I'm fully independent. So being that I'm fully independent, I have both of those. I have the masters and I have the publishing rights. But, you know, without exposure, that does nothing for me if I want to make money directly off of the music itself. Hmm. That's a good point. Once again, exposure is king. That's why people do cloudy shit. That's why people do trolly shit because that's the way you get seen. People look at you excuse me, and they be like, oh, this dude's a clown. What the fuck? Oh, wait, he got a song out. Let me just yep. for shits and giggles play this shit. Man, this shit is ass. Let me share it to all my friends that it's ass. And see, and see, and that's the problem, right? So that's exactly why I no longer get mad with people who do cloud chasing shit. I just laugh when I at the person um, separately. It's the people who choose to like continuously go on and on about about it. That that's your that's the attention. That's what they want. Like you explained that to me the last time you were here. Like. They got what they wanted now. Yeah. You aside, I think aside from the attempt of cancer culture, like the attempt of it, because I don't, I don't believe it's always really effective. It's never like Doja Cat tried to get, you know, they tried to cancel her, but she's still number one on billboards and shit like that. Like she's still up there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the exposure from cloudy shit, you know, all publicity is good publicity, regardless. So I no longer disagree with that statement. I used to disagree with that statement for a while. I no longer disagree with that. Well, if you, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah, you can get killed for something that was exposure. Yeah, but his career is nowhere near the heights of where it used to be. But that wasn't that wasn't from the exposure. That was from him falling off himself. <laughs> but that's if he wants the sponsorships. You still get the views. You can monetize. Yeah, that's but true. that's the thing, though. That's where you transition, right? So let's say, right, he gets all these views for his personality and for doing dumbass shit, right? And then... Boom! Now he now he's a fucking Twitch streamer. He utilized that negative point. publicity. He doesn't need a sponsor for Twitch streaming. He just needs the viewership. People are gonna give donations. Supporters are gonna support so long as they believe in what you do and what you are. All you have to do is be you and do you. The second you let yourself slip, that's when he fell off. Doing all them drugs and shit and doing dumbass shit. Yeah. And then trying to rebrand himself differently. Oh, now God. he goes by what? John Gabbana or Something some shit like, like that. that? Like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. That's Boont Gang for life. I don't know who else. Did anybody listen to his rap? I will hit myself over the head with this microphone if he does rap again. I just think I the best course of action that he could have and should have took was to just, if he's going to go away from the, the evil deeds, you know what I'm saying, transition in a positive manner instead of it having to be a fucking crash. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, that's a fact. You're not lying about that. Um, Rebrands only work for fucking Titty Boy. I'm trying to think if there's a counter to that. I can't think of another rebrand that was that successful. I can't. If you count Diddy and his 85 name, 
okay, I guess we could. Nah, fuck that. Because I'm always calling him Diddy. I'm not never calling him none of those other fucking names. Puffy? Nah, I feel like you'd have to know him to call him that. That shit just seems weird as fuck. I feel like Puff, though, was before our time. So if we would have. Okay, maybe Puff or Puff. Oh, damn. You're right. My man is a whole mayor of a city. That's crazy. What do you mean, Kane the wrestler? Yes. Is a mayor? He's the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. All right. Yeah. It's real. All right. He kind of went back to the mortis. Yeah, this has nothing to do with anything, but rebrands are rebrands, but we might have colors. That's that's true. I'm okay. So you said Puffy, you said Kane. I'm trying to think. Is there anybody else? No, nah, it's just Titty Boy, bro. Titty from Boy, man. From titty what boy. I understand, Nike used to be Asics. So somehow, Titty Boy. Yeah, he probably does have the greatest rebrand. Just don't tell Soldier Boy who had the greatest comeback, or he's gonna get mad. Rebrands aren't comebacks. They can be, though. Rebrands aren't comebacks. Okay, uh, so with finding new music, um, if we were to introduce a segment like that, you think you would break it down into different genres or just what was the best thing we were listening to? I think we would have to do it based upon, like, if they're already a super exposed artist, then we're just being redundant. Makes so sense. I could be sitting here listening to fucking Lemon Pepper every day of the week, but everybody hears that shit. So what's the point in us talking about it? What's the point? Um, hmm. So let point. me ask you a question. Go ahead. Name three artists that you've been listening to lately that haven't been mainstream. I don't think I can give you three. He's not a true hip-hop head, you guys. That's not true. This is now only going to be a sneaker and basketball pod. That's not true. I'm I about to take my ass out of here. I just can't think of three, like... You can pull up your fucking Wait. playlist. But once again, though, that mainstream thing. Content matter, notoriety, because is Belly considered a mainstream artist to people? No, he's huh? not. Okay, then, Belly. That's the first one I can think of. Pretty much Put it this way. If belly. you were to walk down the street... And ask the first oh, five okay. people you see, do you know this artist? Okay, cool. So, after Belly, let me just pull up my music and then I'll be able to figure this one out. Okay. So, while he's wasting our time, I've been listening to Belly. Okay. So, I guess I could put, we could put a star above Belly because that's two two votes for Belly. I've been listening to uh, ESTG. I think his shit's pretty fucking dope. And then... uh I'm always going to have myself as a third. Just until I get big. Just to be a dick. I mean, I have other people. I guess, yeah, I, I, I'll say some other people. I've been listening to, um, I think her name's Tempest. Wait, what? Tempest. Tempest. Okay. I have heard of Tempest. Uh, I've been listening to Big Scar. That's another one. Um, Let's see. I do. We've discussed this before. He I've didn't ask for to great I've been music. I've listening to a lot of African music lately. 
A lot of what? African music. Okay. Burner Boy, Techno, Mr. Easy. Shit like that. <laughs> My reaction. Okay. <laughs> Oh, and does Young and Ace count? Uh, no, he he don't count. All right, yeah, he, he's good. Yeah, you 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 count Young and Ace because okay. for the most part we're Florida. So if we weren't in Florida, we probably wouldn't know about him. That's true. So That's true. There's still a lot of people down here that don't know about him though, because he put me on to Young and Ace last year. Yeah, I listen to a lot of R&B, too. Yeah, and on another note with Young and Ace, um, he might have the best diss track of the year. He just might. Who am I dissing? Wait, hold <laughs> up. <laughs> this is news to me. Listen, we've already. Well, I'm I'm always open this. for that shit. Yeah, we've I'm already always open for any type of fucking diss. I really love. I would love. I would love. I would absolutely love for somebody to diss me, bro. From the bottom of my heart, I love confrontation. I love conflict. So if somebody were to diss me on a track, bro, I'll fucking demolish somebody, bro. Would you I wouldn't a video even hesitate. To it? I wouldn't even give a fucking second at all. I would just. What'd you ask? I said, would you shoot a video to the disc? Yeah, I'll shoot a video. I'll fucking post it on social media. I'll shoot a skit. I'll shoot somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, (laughs) I'm going to bleep that part just so. (laughs) Nah, if somebody for real wanted to diss me, though, and it was like just some random ass diss, all right, I'm going to kill you on a track. But if I know you and the beef develops, then, you know, you could see me. (laughs) So, like. It, it, we could, yeah, you go through management. We could set up a celebrity boxing match or something like that. MMA. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's set up like a cage match, bro. I'll whoop the shit out of somebody. Yo, a fucking cage match would be crazy. Imagine, bro. <laughs> Imagine if like. That shit on Instagram Live. Are you kidding me? You see that shit between uh, that subtle. I, I don't know how long ago it was, though. That subtle shit. You listen to Boogie? West Side Boogie? Uh, no. No? Well, you know about the game. Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. So I did see the the shit that was going. Yeah, on. where he was rapping on like L.A. leakers or some shit. So and I like, like the freestyle. Yeah, I do too. I did too. Like, what if they was in a cage match, bro? Uh, uh, the game would demolish. I was gonna him, say, but, but it would be entertaining. I'll definitely uh, say. You that. know what? The fact that you brought up the boogie thing, me personally, I don't think boogie wanted that smoke. I don't think he should have kept poking a game. Nah, I think he's good. No, he I think is he should good. do that. I think you should do that. I just think that game specializes I in in doing that type of shit, going back and forth with people. So I just wouldn't even open up the yeah, door. Yeah, but to at that. the same time, though, like look at where the game is right now. What legs does he have to stand on? He's just gonna. No, but he's that's gonna exactly why you don't do it. Cause he's gonna lean on his legendary status. He's gonna lean on. He's just gonna go to the go to. He he's one not on gonna you. get grimy with it because he's so disconnected from it. But if he catches one on you, then then you look bad for opening the door to it. That's where you have your opportunity to come back. This is why I have no... F- I would never throw the first punch in a diss unless I personally dislike you. 
There's not going to be because I find no reason for me to speak about you. Why would I use my platform on you? But since he opened the door and he said something about it, he, he utilized his exposure and his platform in order to try to speak out against somebody who had a larger amount of clout than him. And I'm surprised. Game so when the game something. responds, yeah, he gets true. he gets exposure. It's a fucking win win. Worst case scenario, he never says anything back. Best case scenario, fucking Boogie says something back and just you know what I'm saying. I was it becomes a whole surprise. Thing. The game didn't drop five diss tracks because that's n- normally game is ready to go. So I was a little surprised by that one. And to be honest, I'm looking I'm looking to hear competition this year. That should be bothering me whenever like. We go no. I don't want to rap. Damn. I feel like you bring that shit up once every few months. Like no. No, I did not. When did I say that? Find the receipts. How long ago was that? How long ago I said that? Don't do that. Hell no. What? About life? It's a nice thing to live. I think you should start a rap career so I can fucking diss your big head ass. See, that's see, and that's exactly why I wouldn't start a rap career. Like, the fu- like why you gotta pick on me? I don't know. You're just fun to pick on. That's great. Damo, you wanna start a rap career? We could both diss him. <laughs> you don't even gotta have a rap career. We'll just diss you a bit. Yeah, I'll. Yuck. I'll ghostwrite your shit. Come here with the fire. Yeah. Come here with the fire. All right, next topic, buddy. That's going to wrap this shit up. That's it? I think I'm out of things, honestly. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Can I drop this? What's up? Can I drop the mic? You got to give us a good quote to drop the mic on, though. Yeah. Just uh, think of a... Oh, yeah. So, um, advice to anybody that does want to start a rap career. Don't. <laughs> and that's going to do it, folks.